Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. is no credentials required covering sports around the mighty 518 part of the belly up sports podcast network in association with godzilla media here is your host ryan mccarthy good morning sports fans i hope you had a great weekend welcome to the morning cup edition of no credentials required brought to you by belly up sports in association with godzilla media Coming up on this edition of the Morning Cup, I'll break down the NHL Conference Finals and find out why Colorado and Tampa Bay are advancing. I'll spend 10 good minutes with guys talking about the Albany Empire's loss this weekend to the San Antonio Gunslingers, and I'll also get into a little bit of Monday motivation. First, I just want to remind you about our social channels on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. It's NoCredsREQ, Facebook.com forward slash NoCredsREQ, and on YouTube, subscribe, hit the notification bell for when videos are released. On the podcast side, our home base is Spreaker. We can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, wherever you podcast. Hit the subscribe button. Also, rate the podcast. Five stars is optimal. Leave a review because it messes with the algorithm and lets people know that we exist. So leave a review and rate. It'll be great. All right, so let's dig into these NHL Conference Finals. The Tampa Bay Lightning on Saturday night, they defeated the New York Rangers 2-1 to advance to their third consecutive Stanley Cup Final. The opponent awaiting them is the Colorado Avalanche, who punched their ticket to the Stanley Cup Final last Tuesday night with a 6-5 win to sweep the Edmonton Oilers. So how do we get to this point? road for the Tampa Bay Lightning started with a banger of a seven-game series against Toronto, then the Lightning swept Florida, who won the President's Trophy this season in the Atlantic Division Final, 
And then finally, they got a 4-2 series win against the New York Rangers, where they actually dropped the first two games of the series, then came back to win four straight. For the Colorado Avalanche, they started by sweeping Nashville in four straight games. Then they defeated St. Louis in six in the Central Division final. And they finally swept the Edmonton Oilers in four consecutive games. So how did the Lightning advance from the Eastern Conference final to the Stanley Cup final? What they did was they made life easy for goaltender Andre Vasilevsky. They allowed nine goals in the first two games to the New York Rangers. And then from there, they allowed five goals in four games. And out of those five goals, only one of those goals was an even strength goal scored by the Rangers. Offensively, the Lightning scored timely goals in three of their four consecutive games to advance. I'll give you an example of that. Andre Palat scored with 42 seconds left in Game 3 and then 50 seconds left in Game 5 to help the Lightning win those two games. And then Steven Stamkos scored 21 seconds after the Rangers had tied the game in Game 6. So timely goals by the Lightning. That got them to this point. Now, how about the Avalanche? What did they do to advance? Well, the first thing they did was that they took advantage of a banged-up defense for the Oilers and pretty bad goaltending. If you watch some of the series by Mike Smith and the goaltending of the Edmonton Oilers, it was pretty terrible. <laughs> it's pretty terrible. The Avalanche scored no fewer than four games in each game in the entire series. It was a it was 8-6, 4-0, 5-3, and then finally 6-5 overtime win in Game 4. And this was capped off by a comeback in Game 4 when they trailed 4-2, then took the lead, and then eventually won the game in overtime. Now here's some key factors for the Lightning to win their third consecutive Stanley Cup. Andre Vasilevsky needs to continue his hot hand and goal. He's been an absolute brick wall since Game 2 of the Eastern Conference Final against the New York Rangers. Timely scoring, again, needs to be a factor. As I mentioned, Andre Palat, Steven Stamkos, Ross Colton in Round 1. He got a a goal with just seconds remaining in the game against Florida in Game 2. That timely scoring, literally lightning striking at the right time, is going to be a huge factor for the Tampa Bay Lightning. And also, they'll need to steal at least one game at Denver's Ball Arena. Ball Arena has been a fortress for the Colorado Avalanche this season. That includes the postseason. And the Lightning got to steal one. So this is a this is an experienced group. They've been through a lot together in the last over the last, I'd probably say, f- not even three years, but last four or five years. And they have won every single series leading up to this point since being swept by Columbus in the first round of the uh, 2019 playoffs. So this team is very experienced and they know how to they know how to win games in the playoffs. They know what it takes. Now for the Avalanche, the offense needs to stay hot, especially in game 1. Now game 1, they're going to be 8 days removed from playing their last game when they swept Edmonton. This is going to be very key in game 1 for the Avalanche. They came out flying in game one of their St. Lu- series against St. Louis after they had swept Nashville. And they went up hitting, I think, three or four posts, two posts and the crossbar in game one. They should have been up 4 nothing, but they actually went up winning that game in overtime. So for the Avalanche, it's going to be very key for them to get things going very, very early in game one. Secondly, they got to figure out who your guy is in the pipes. 
Darcy Kemper has been injured. I know they had that stick in the eye against the Nashville Predators in in game three of their series. They went up sweeping that series, but he's been kind of so-so ever since. And Pavel Francouz, who is a backup goaltender, he's been good, but not great. So it's going to be interesting to see who is in the pipes for game one of this series. I think it's going to be Darcy Kemper, but it might be Pavel Francouz. We don't know for sure. We'll find out in game one on Wednesday night. And now here's my prediction. These are two very, very good teams. In fact, this should have been last year's Stanley Cup final, if I'm going to be honest. The Avalanche want to prove that they're worthy of being called cup contenders, while the Lightning want to put a pin in their dynasty before the window closes. And these two teams are pretty even when it comes to both offense and defense. But it's going to come down to goaltending. And the Lightning have arguably the best goaltender in the world. So I'm going to go with the Tampa Bay Lightning winning their third consecutive Stanley Cup in six games. All right, let's do it for this opening segment. We'll take a little quick ad break. When we come back, we'll spend 10 good minutes with guys. This is the Morning Cup on No Credentials Required. In the Clutch features the best and officially licensed MLBPA and MLSPA clothing. In the Clutch features teams from every city like New York, Boston, Philadelphia, Buffalo, Pittsburgh, and more. It also features designs for every league, including Major League Baseball, the National Football League, the NBA, and the NHL. Plus, check out exclusive collections as well as vintage wear. Head to InTheClutch.com, enter promo code NOCREDS at checkout for 10% off your order. And this is the 10 Good Minutes segment. This time we're joined again by Tom Gazgaslavsky, President, CEO, CFO, and COO, as well as God King, Little G, Little K of Godzilla Media. <laughs> and debating if you're if you're debating if you're an Albany Empire fan, you could say this is probably gonna be 10 bad minutes with Ryan and Gaz. So let's talk about the game itself. We were both at the uh, Owl Conservatory, let's just say that for the <laughs> for the the watch party guys what's your what was your takeaway from this game first of all that entire 30 seconds save that that is the best 30 seconds in the history of no credentials required <laughs> use that as a promo a teaser if you need that that was truly of how long as i've known you some of your best work you've just done there uh oh, now thank that you I'm so done, much yeah, now that i'm done kissing up to you back to the game itself I'm, yeah. glad you, I'm glad you did mention our environment we watched the game because we have to take everything we're going to say. You and I are going to do our best to give an unbiased opinion because when you're at a watch party, yep. you're surrounded by Empire fans. So, like, of mm-hmm. course, like, every call, every play, every, that's the fun part about being at a watch party, and that's exactly how it should be. That's why you're right. there for that environment to root on your team and be everything in their favor. Okay. So mm-hmm. with that kind of taken out of context, for me, it's the worst game I've ever seen an Empire team play. And I don't think Coach yeah. Manas would feel like that's an over-exaggeration. I think the player – it was poor across the board from yeah. offense to defense to missed tackles to turnovers to blown assignment. I'm looking back at this game and wondering, what are the positives? It was just a terrible right. game across the board. Look, I get San Antonio, and this goes for any professional sports league. Anytime you're playing against pro athletes, adults, guys who are getting paid – 
the games can be close. I know when people wager against teams, they always think it's going to be a blowout. Go check out NFL divisional games or SEC rivalries or anything like that. The games are always close. I know SEC only gave them the love for being pro. I met MLB. Right. You know what I mean? MLB, uh, NBA, and NFL. So San Antonio is eventually going to win a game. They got pro athletes out there. Yeah. But it was a poor, poor performance by the Empire, and that seemed to be the whole storyline from kickoff to the fourth quarter. Now, in addition to this game, just the Albany Empire's performance, just and we'll talk about some of those aspects in just a moment. But part of it came in. Part of this poor performance was was the officiating. Some of the calls were very confusing. Some of the calls that were obvious didn't get called, or or some of the calls that shouldn't have been called were called. Do you think the Empire were kind of were a little bit rattled by this officiating staff calling, making weird calls and having weird making and give, and throwing weird penalties towards the Empire? It's yeah, I, I think it's a fair storyline because it's been three games now, like three games this season. The officials have been a story. Now, anti-Empire fans will say, wow, really? Three games? The Empire have lost three games? That's interesting that you think every game the Empire have lost, the officials have been involved. But it really has been. And especially yeah. in this game, from the t- uh, television production side of what we saw from YouTube, there was a catch that looked to be a catch. There was a strange holding call that swung the momentum. There was a strange... Uh, Offside, roughing, the, really, rough, right, roughing yeah, right, and a like, roughing the roughing the passer penalty that I saw. I still you, you see Melvin, uh, you see Melvin going down to, to while he's second the quarterback, and they call a low block on him. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There's some things that maybe not being in person in comparison to watching the game on YouTube we could say maybe they saw something we didn't. When you and I are there covering the games live at the MVP arena, we have a better idea of, okay, we saw that in person. We saw the whole field. So we mm-hmm. can offer a little bit more perspective in comparison to an away game. But as you set it up with, like, there were some calls in this game where you're just scratching your head. You're like, how? And these are momentum-shifting calls. So, yes, the referee has played a factor. That's I would say this, though. I would say the referee calls were more of a factor in the Carolina game than the San Antonio game because San Antonio was up three touchdowns at one point. The Carolina plays in particular swung that game. San Antonio did not have as much impact on their win than Carolina did the previous week. No, and coming into this game, do you think it might have been a trap game for the Empire? Because you just you just saw the moment. Because I for me I I felt the momentum was building for San Antonio. I, I they almost beat Jacksonville the week before. They had, they lost on the last play of the game, and for me coming to this game, I kind of had a feeling this was going to be a trap game. Did you have that same feeling? See, I don't. I, I, when I hear the term trap game, it kind of goes back to that college pro comparison we just did. That in right. college, I see that like when you have a rivalry mm-hmm. game coming up, when you've got a playoff game coming up, a tournament game coming up, homecomings, high schools like. That's when I think trap games really exist. You got okay. pro athletes out there. 
Like every week they're going to go to try to go out there and put on their best performance and show what they can do and everything else. So it's harder for me to believe in that trap game comparison. I know I think our buddy Jim from Inside the Walls mentioned that. I know some other fans mentioned that before. But like didn't Carolina lose too? Like Carolina lost this week as well. So it's like Carolina got beat by Columbus and pretty, pretty convincingly too. Yeah, so it's like, look, a trap game, they both were both teams looking ahead handle. they just played each other. I don't buy the trap game storyline as much in pro sports than I do in college or high school. Okay. All right. Now, I think the at least for two out of the three games this weekend, officiating had a rough time because this game officiating was kind of rough. The columbus carolina game that fourth quarter seems like every play or every other play there's a flag on the field for something does the national arena league officiating need to have do they need to come to jesus moment well (laughs) just to say get it together get professional you know we need professional we literally need professional help (laughs) here's the thing though we have to always remember because this this officiating storyline um we'll do one more comparison here to other NFL, college, other professional sports league. We have to remember this is really important when we talk about officiating. Just because there's a lot of penalties doesn't mean there's not penalties on the field. Like Mm -hmm. that's something we always and trust me, like as a fan, we're both both media members and fans. When there's a ton of flags that hurts the product of the game, fans get fatigued by it. We don't want to talk about it. And as much as it's fatiguing and annoying and everything else. Let's say we have a, a situation where there's like six plays in a row where penalties are thrown by the officials. Mm-hmm. There could have been six penalties. Like, you know what I right. mean? Like that's that's the problem with when we. What your point is is like, hey, I don't want to keep talking to officials. There's a storyline. It's changing the league. It's having a huge impact, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Well, what's the other way? Like we could be hopping on here talking about how the officials missed three calls, mm-hmm. or I can't believe you know. If it's a penalty, it's a penalty. As annoying as it is, you got to blow the whistle. Now, it's been three weeks. If we broke down the film, I'm sure you and I would probably say that 80% of the calls were right. Or 90. Mm-hmm. Or maybe 60. <laughs> like, that's the tough one. We want it to be 100. I think in the perfect world, it can be 100. But it hasn't been 100. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, Empire coming into this week. They're going to Carolina for the first time, and they've won the season series a third in a row. Could it put a nail in the coffin of the Empire's chance to win the first overall seed? Because we've got five games remaining, and another loss is just puts them at four and four. And it's it could be a could it be a big hill, a bigger hill to climb if they lose in Carolina? Yes, it would be more difficult for the Empire to be the one seed. But this is for the Albany Empire. I get it. They want to win the regular season. Every team does. That should not be the priority right now for the Albany Mm -hmm. Empire. Like, if you're thinking about getting the top seed, I think that's not what it should be right now. The priority should be figure out who the starting quarterback is because that was a storyline from the game, the situation involving Sam Castronova and Warren Smith. Castronova did go on up coming back. Yes, he did. But even though he comes out of the game, that is going to be talked about by Coach Manas on the Coach's Show on Tuesday. I'm very fascinated by that conversation. How much, if at all, was that gamesmanship? Was it just throwing the offense off? Like, there's a lot. Sam Gastrope has been fine this season. He did not play Mm -hmm. well early on, but that was a quick 
that was quick he got yanked out of that game. And I didn't know if there was an injury or something. So I'm curious of that for Tuesday. I bring that up because, look, the priority should be getting the playoffs. It is a jumbled mess right now with Orlando and Jacksonville and Columbus and Albany. Like, if you're aiming for Carolina to be the number one seed, again, fantastic, wonderful, have those goals. Okay, if you lose, we're, we're talking about the team potentially missing the playoffs because yeah. you've got matchups still left with Jacksonville and Orlando. Yep. Like, you are not even locked in to be a playoff team. So the idea that you've got to be the top seed, you got to get home field advantage is great, but you got to get dance. Like, you got to get in the playoffs first because now with three losses and teams like Columbus winning and San Antonio winning, it's not a lock you're in the playoffs anymore. No. No. This is definitely a, this is definitely a week where the Empire need to figure out what's going on as they take on Carolina, who's coming off a loss. But the last time they came off a loss – when I'm still in a win against the Empire, so it's going to be it's going to be a very big five weeks remaining for the Empire. Guys, what's coming up this weekend? Godzilla Media for you. We got some awesome stuff coming up. We got two Levac and Gaz shows coming up. Ooh. We got a fantastic getting there with Gaz from Brian Higgins from Syracuse University. Godzilla Media across the board. By the way, NBA Finals and Stanley Cup talk coming up. Oh, a yeah. lot of fun stuff coming up on Godzilla Media this week. All right, guys, thanks for joining me on 10 questionable minutes <laughs> on No Credentials Acquired, the Morning Cup. Thanks, man. This summer, if you are looking to buy tickets for your favorite band, sports team, venue, or more, remember to buy your tickets at SeatGeek. That's S-E-A-T-G-E-E-K. Visit SeatGeek.com to search for the event you want to buy tickets for this summer. If your total ticket buy is over $50, use the promo code Gaz, that's G-O-Z, Gaz, to get $20 off your purchase. Any ticket purchase over $50 from SeatGeek.com, use the promo code G-O-Z to get $20 off your order. Save some money and enjoy the summer by using SeatGeek.com and promo code G-O-Z. And I want to thank Gaz for spending 10 good minutes, well, little more than 10 good minutes in that clip to talk about the Albany Empire. I also want to thank both In The Clutch and Seat Geek for being affiliates with this program. Let's get into some Monday motivation. We're going to call this one the, the comparison trap. When you hear comparisons in sports, they're always a bit ridiculous. Like, that guy is the next Michael Jordan, or that guy is the next Tom Brady, or that guy is the next Martin Bordeaux. We often compare athletes to one another all the time, but unless they're transcendent, you rarely hear of an athlete being the first someone. That's where we get caught in the comparison trap. This also applies to our personal lives as well. When we look around us, we can get caught in the comparison trap in our careers, our relationships, both familial and otherwise, our skill sets, our abilities, you name it. Think about this. If you're a gym goer, I'm a, bit, I'm a gym goer. I'm not a gym rat, but I'm a gym wombat, <laughs> I guess you could say. But I'm, I'm a guy who works out pretty often. I still have a little bit of pudge on me, but I see guys in the gym who are absolutely ripped to shreds. Did they get that way overnight? No, it took them years of working at the gym and sticking to a meal plan to get to where they are today. Is this podcast going to be a success overnight? No, it's going to take months and maybe years to get it to where I want it to be. Theodore Roosevelt is credited with the saying, comparison is the thief of joy. So rather than get caught in the comparison trap, what are some secrets to success that we can 
live up to. While I'm not a big success in terms of my career in podcasting or otherwise, here are a few lessons I've learned in my 44 years on Earth. First thing is to put in the work, maybe a little extra from time to time, and the pieces fall into place. Secondly, don't fake it till you make it. If your heart isn't into something, then you probably need to step back and reevaluate what you need to change or hit pause and let your passion for success bubble up again. Lastly, humble yourselves. Ask those who have been successful as to why they're successful. That ripped dude at the gym, he could be a potential workout partner. The coworker who always seems to get ahead, they can refer you to someone who can mentor you or they could mentor you themselves. The podcaster who averages 7,000 downloads a month, they could help promote you. You'll never know what success is unless you're willing to surrender your pride and pick brains. Not in the literal sense. That makes you a zombie. (laughs) But the best way to get out of the comparison trap is to work hard, occasionally chill out, and be humble. So that's your Monday motivation for June 13th. All right, we're going to wrap things up for this edition of the Morning Cup. Thanks again for listening. Just want to remind you before we go about our socials on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. It's NoCredsREQ, Facebook.com forward slash NoCredsREQ, and on YouTube, subscribe, hit the notification bell for when videos are released. I also want to encourage you to check out all the other podcasts offered on both Belly Up Media and Godzilla Media. A spotlight on Belly Up Media. I want to tell you about the two drunk brothers and a podcast. It's a sports gambling podcast with the occasional hot take hosted by brothers Jarrett and Travis Ryan. And on Godzilla Media, check out Katie's Corner, which follows the three regional Major League Baseball teams in the Capital District. That would be the Yankees, Mets, and Red Sox. And he also features an occasional interview with a baseball personality. I'm Ryan McCarthy, and I want to thank you to listening to the Morning Cup edition of No Credentials Required, where you don't need a press pass to talk sports. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Music courtesy of Joseph McDade. Check him out and support his music at patreon.com forward slash Joseph McDade. Be sure to rate, share, and subscribe on multiple podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Spreaker. No Credentials Required is a Belly Up Sports Podcast Network production in association with Godzilla Media. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.